0: Open your Bible to Genesis chapter 31. Now, the last time we were together, we were discussing Jacob, who is uh, trying to get away from his uncle Laban and go about his business. But of course, uh, if you remember, his uncle came up with a way to uh, persuade him to stay. Now, Jacob is uh, decided that it's time for him to go and he is going to secretly uh, make his escape. Uh, Open to Genesis 31 and let's read along. Genesis 31, Jacob heard that Laban's
1: sons were saying, Jacob has taken everything our father owned and has gained all this wealth from what belonged to our father, and Jacob noticed that Laban's attitude toward him was not what it had been. Then the Lord said to Jacob, Go back to the land of your fathers and to your relatives, and I will be with you. So Jacob sent word to Rachel and Leah to come out to the fields where his flocks were. He said to them, I see that your father's attitude toward me is not what it was before, but the God of my father has been with me. You know that I have worked for your father with all my strength, yet your father has cheated me by changing my wages ten times. However, God has not allowed him to harm me. If he said the speckled ones will be your wages, then all the flocks gave birth to speckled young, And if he said, The streaked ones will be your wages, then all the flocks bore streaked young. So God has taken away your father's livestock, and has given them to me. In breeding season, I once had a dream in which I looked up and saw that the male goats mating with the flock were streaked, speckled, or spotted. The angel of God said to me in the dream, Jacob. I answered, Here I am, and he said, Look up and see that all the male goats mating with the flock are streaked, speckled, or spotted. For I have seen all that Laban has been doing to you. I am the god of Bethel, where you anointed a pillar, and where you made a vow to me. Now leave this land at once, and go back to your native land. Then Rachel and Leah replied, Do we still have any share in the inheritance of our father's estate? Does he not regard us as foreigners?' Not only has he sold us, he has used up what has been paid for us. Surely all the wealth that God took away from our father belonged to us and our children, so do whatever God has told you. Then Jacob put his children and his wives on camels, and he drove all his livestock ahead of him, along with all the goods he had accumulated in Padan Aram, to go to his father Isaac in the land of Canaan. When Laban had gone to shear his sheep... Rachel stole her father's household gods. Moreover, Jacob deceived Laban the Aramean by not telling him he was running away. So he fled with all he had, and crossing the river, he headed for the hill country of Gilead. On the third day, Laban was told that Jacob had fled. Taking his relatives with him, he pursued Jacob for seven days and caught up with him in the hill country of Gilead. Then God came to Laban the Aramaean in a dream at night and said to him, Be careful not to say anything to Jacob, either good or bad. Jacob had pitched his tent in the hill country of Gilead when Laban overtook him, and Laban and his relatives camped there too. Then Laban said to Jacob, What have you done? You have deceived me, and you have carried off my daughters like captives in war. Why did you run off secretly and deceive me? Why didn't you tell me so I could send you away with joy and singing to the music of tambourines and harps? You didn't even let me kiss my grandchildren and my daughters goodbye. You have done a foolish thing. I have the power to harm you. But last night the God of your father said to me, Be careful not to say anything to Jacob, either good or bad. Now you have gone off because you've longed to return to your father's house. But why did you steal my gods? Jacob answered Laban, I was afraid because I thought you would take your daughters away from me by force. But if you find anyone who has your gods, he shall not live. In the presence of our relatives, see for yourself whether there is anything of yours here with me, and if so, take it. Now Jacob did not know that Rachel had stolen the gods. So Laban went into Jacob's tent and into Leah's tent, and into the tent of the two maid servants, but he found nothing. After he came out of Leah's tent, he entered Rachel's tent. Now Rachel had taken the household gods and put them inside her camel's saddle and was sitting on them. Laban searched through everything in the tent but found nothing. Rachel said to her father, Don't be angry, my lord, that I cannot stand up in your presence. I am having my period." So he searched but could not find the household gods. Jacob was angry and took Laban to task. What is my crime? he asked Laban. What sin have I committed that you hunt me down? Now that you have searched through all my goods, what have you found that belongs to your household? Put it here in front of your relatives and mine, and let them judge between the two of us. I have been with you for twenty years now. Your sheep and goats have not miscarried, nor have I eaten rams from your flocks. I did not bring you animals torn by wild beasts, I bore the loss myself, and you demanded payment from me for whatever was stolen by day or night. This was my situation. The heat consumed me in the daytime, and the cold at night, and sleep fled from my eyes. It was like this for the twenty years I was in your household. I worked for you fourteen years for your two daughters, and six years for your flocks, and you changed my wages ten times." If the God of my father, the God of Abraham, and the fear of Isaac had not been with me, you would surely have sent me away empty-handed. But God has seen my hardship and the toil of my hands, and last night he rebuked you. Laban answered Jacob, The women are my daughters, the children are my children, and the flocks are my flocks. All you see is mine.' Yet what can I do today about these daughters of mine, or about the children they have born? Come now, let's make a covenant, you and I, and let it serve as a witness between us. So Jacob took a stone and set it up as a pillar. He said to his relatives, Gather some stones. So they took stones and piled them in a heap, and they ate there by the heap. Laban called it Jagar Sahaditha, and Jacob called it Galid. Laban said, This heap is a witness between you and me today. That is why it was called Galid. It was also called Mizpah because he said, May the Lord keep watch between you and me when we are away from each other. If you mistreat my daughters or you take any wives besides my daughters, even though no one is with us, remember that God is a witness between you and me. Laban also said to Jacob, Here is this heap. And here is this pillar I have set up between you and me. This heap is a witness, and this pillar is a witness, that I will not go past this heap to your side to harm you, and that you will not go past this heap and pillar to my side to harm me. May the God of Abraham and the God of Nahor, the God of their father, judge between us. So Jacob took an oath in the name of the fear of his father Isaac, he offered a sacrifice there in the hill country and invited his relatives to a meal. After they had eaten, they spent the night there. Earlier the next morning, Laban kissed his grandchildren and his daughters and blessed
0: them. Then he left and returned home. Now, uh, we start by seeing that the situation is is about to change for Jacob. Notice verse 1. Jacob heard the words of Laban's son saying, Jacob has taken away all that was our father's and from what belonged to our father. He has made all this wealth. Uh, Now, we see that Laban's sons are upset with Jacob because he has gotten rich. Remember, uh, when Jacob and Laban made the deal, Jacob set it up to where he would get... uh, it really all of the uh the the good part of the kettle and to uh, help enrich himself because i think he was already planning uh for this plan from that point and of course laban's sons are looking at this and saying well now their uh cousin if you will has uh come here in these 20 years he has gotten rich now jacob notices the attitude of his uncle also is beginning to change so the lord speaks to him and tells him it's time to go home Notice verses two and three. Jacob saw the attitude of Laban and behold, it was not friendly towards him as formerly. Then the Lord said to Jacob, return to the land of your fathers and to your relatives and I will be with you. So the Lord is letting Jacob know that it is time for him to go back. Jacob felt it in his heart a while back, but now the Lord himself is speaking to Jacob and letting him know that it is time to return. Now Jacob uh, tells his wives about the plan God has given him and how their father has wronged him in uh, verses 4 through 13. Uh, So what happened there was Jacob uh, gathered his wives and he let them know what the plan was. Hey, we're getting ready to move and roll out because of uh, the way your father has treated me. Of course, uh, they have been here with him the whole 20 years. So they know how uh, their father has treated Jacob. And of course, I'm sure they know how their father was uh, even beforehand. Now, uh, Rachel and Leah follow their husband's lead. Notice verses 14 through 16. Rachel and Leah answered and said to him, Do we still have any portion of inheritance in our father's house? Are we not reckoned by him as foreigners? For he has sold us, and he also entirely consumed our purchase price. Surely all the wealth which God has taken away from our father belongs to us and our children. Now then, do whatever God has said to you. Okay, now uh, they said that he regarded them as uh, foreigners, Hebrew 52.37 means strange in a variety of degrees and applications. In other words, uh, this meaning is uh, by Laban mistreating Jacob. He is in turn mistreating his daughters. But notice what they say. God has taken away from our father. Rachel and Leah believe that their father's ugliness has not uh, gone unnoticed by the Lord. Which is absolutely true of uh, him and each and every one of us. Now, uh, Jacob and his family head for Canaan, uh, verses 17 and 18 read, Then Jacob arose and put his children and his wives upon camels, and he drove away all his livestock and all his property which he had gathered, his acquired livestock which he had gathered in Padam Aram to go to the land of Canaan to his father Isaac. So now Jacob is on the move. Now, before they make this move, Rachel steals her father's idols on the way out. Notice verses 19 through 21. When Laban had gone to shear his flock, then Rachel stole the household idols that were her father's. And Jacob deceived Laban the Aramean by not telling him that he was fleeing. So he fled with all that he had and he arose and crossed the Euphrates River and set his face towards the hill country of Gilead. Now uh Rachel took her father's idols, Hebrew eighty-six fifty-five, which means a healer. Now uh did now Rachel now uh now did Rachel wanna take these idols because she wanted something of money value or because she just wanted to stick it to her father? That is something uh, I'm not really uh, sure of, but it's just a question I was posing out there. Now uh Laban realizes that uh, Jacob has fled with his family and all his flocks, and he pursues Jacob. Notice verses 22 through 23. When it was told, Laban, on the third day that Jacob had fled, he took his kinsmen with him and pursued him a distance of seven days' journey, and he overtook him in the hill country of Gilead. So, Laban is on the move, and he's after Jacob because Jacob has, has fled, but God speaks to Laban in the dream. Notice verse 24. And God came to Laban, the Aramean, in a dream of the night and said to him, be careful that you do not speak to Jacob, either good or bad. So the Lord has spoke to uh, Laban. Now, Laban seems like a uh, like a like like the type of character that has all these different types of God. So I always wonder how the, he knew it had to be something in the dream he had that the Lord himself made sure Laban knew it was him that was speaking to him. Now, Laban catches up with Jacob. Uh, notice verses 25 through 30 Laban caught up with Jacob now Jacob had pitched his tent in the hill country and Laban with his kinsmen camped in the hill country of Gilead then Laban said to Jacob what have you done by deceiving me and carrying away my daughters like captives of the sword why did you flee secretly and deceive me and did not tell me so that I might have sent you away with joy and with songs with tambourines and and liars and did not allow me to kiss my sons and my daughters now you have done foolishly it is in my power to do you harm but the god of your father spoke to me last night saying be careful not to speak either good or bad to jacob and now you have indeed gone away because you long greatly for your father's house but why did you steal my gods now it is interesting that god told Laban not to speak good or evil uh to Jacob but he still speaks to him now, you know even though it may seem like he he's just kind of confronting him I still take this as disobeying God because uh, he's still speaking to him uh, regardless of how you want to you know cut that up now Jacob was afraid that Laban uh was strong on uh, strong on him so uh, we look at verse 31 then Jacob answered and said to Laban because I was afraid for I said lest you would take your daughters from me by force now this was a reasonable thought of Jacob since he is still a foreigner uh, in a foreign land surrounded by Laban's people. So it is easy for him to think, well, my uncle is tricky and shifty, so why wouldn't he just all of a sudden flip the script on me and say, no, you can leave, but you're not taking uh, my daughters, you know, your wives, or, or your children, or your livestock. You can go back to your father's house the way you came. Jacob tells Laban to search him and his family for his idols. Now we would uh, we look at uh, verses thirty two through thirty five and they read the one with whom you find your God shall not live in the presence of your kinsmen point out what is yours among my belongings and take it for yourself for Jacob did not know that Rachel had stolen them so Laban went into Jacob's tent. And he went to Leah's tent and to the tent of the two maids, but he did not find them. Then he went out out of Leah's tent and entered Rachel's tent. Now, Rachel had taken the household idols and put them in the camel's saddle. And she sat on them and Laban felt through all the tent, but did not find them. And she said to her father, let my Lord uh, not be angry that I cannot rise before you for the manner of women is upon me. So he searched but did not find the household idols. Now, of course, we see that uh, Rachel was pretty crafty here herself, uh, hiding uh, those idols she took uh, up on the horse with her. And because it was her her uh, personal lady time, uh, and the men at that time understood, so they knew, so he, so she couldn't get up and reveal what she was actually hiding. Uh, now Jacob questions Laban about tracking him down. Notice verse thirty six. Then Jacob became angry and contended with Laban and Jacob answered and said to Laban, Why is my what is my transgression? What is my sin that you have hotly pursued me? Which is actually a good question. You know, finally Jacob shows some anger and gets upset with his uncle, saying, What is it that I've really done to you that you need to basically come out and track me down? You knew where I was headed and you know where I was going, but yet and still you got your team together and you came running after me. Now Jacob confronts Laban about his mistreatment the last twenty years. Notice verses 37 through 42. Though you have felt through all my goods... What have you found of all your household goods? Said it here before my kinsmen and your kinsmen that they may d- decide between us. Jacob is saying, hey, you know, did you find what you were looking for? These 20 years I have been with you. Your ewes ooh, your and your female goats have not miscarried, nor have I eaten the rams of your flocks. That which was torn of beasts, I did not bring to you. I bore the loss of it myself. You required it of my hand, whether stolen by day or stolen by night. Thus... I was by day, the heat consumed me, and the frost by night, and my uh, sheep fled from my eyes. He's saying, You know, uh, summer and winter, all four seasons, I served you. These 20 years I have been in your house, I served you 14 years for your two daughters and six years for your flock and you changed my wages ten times if the god of my father the god of abraham and the fear of isaac had not been with me surely now you would have sent me away empty-handed god has seen my affliction and the toll of my hands so he rendered judgment last night okay so, uh, Jacob finishes confronting his uncle about the way he's been treated. Now, Laban answers back in verse 43. Laban answered and said to Jacob, The daughters are my daughters, and the children are my children, and the flocks are my flocks, and all that you see is mine. But what can I do this day to these my daughters, or to their children whom they have born?" Now, the word children, Hebrew 1121 also means grandchildren. So if you were kind of wondering where Laban was going with this, that's that's really that's what he was saying. It seemed Laban was puffed up and wanted Jacob to know I'm your master uh, by the way he spoke to him because, uh, you know, he did come at Jacob pretty harsh and basically, uh, in a way, try to put him in, in his place and say, hey, I own all of these all of these things. Now, hot heads cool down, and Jacob and Laban make a truce. Notice verses 44 through 46. This is Laban continuing to speak. So now come, let us make a covenant, you and I, and let it be witness between you and me. Then Jacob took a stone and set it up as a pillar. And Jacob said to his kinsmen, gather stones. So they took stones and made a heap, and they ate there by the heap. Now Laban called it a... Jagar Shahad uh, Dutha, but Jacob called it Galid. Nope, actually I went too far. I only want to go to forty-six. We're gonna uh, back up a little bit. Uh, Jacob and Laban called it pillar two different names. Now I will reread uh, verse forty-seven. Now Laban called it Jagar Shahad Dutha, but Jacob called it Galid. Okay, now uh, now both words uh, they call it two different. They call the pillar by two different names, but both words means witness heap. Uh, uh, now Laban used uh, the Ar- uh, the Aramaic Hebrew uh, thirty twenty six, and Jacob uh, used the Hebrew word fifteen sixty seven, uh, but both mean in the witness heap. Now uh, the two finish the tradition verses forty eight through forty nine then uh, Laban said, this heap is a witness between you and me this day therefore it was called galed and Mizphah for he said, may the Lord watch between you and me when we are absent one from the other So they finished off the tradition of uh, with the pillars uh, now Laban uh, sets the boundaries notice verses 50 through 53. Uh, this is Laban continuing to speak if you mistreat my daughters or if you take wives besides my daughters uh, although no man is with us see God is witness between you and me so Laban is saying uh you, this is a witness, you, this is, you ever heard people say uh, I swear to God this is what's happening here Laban is saying even though you're going to another country and I'm not going to be able to see what you're doing uh, This, the Lord will see what you're doing and a lot of us need to realize that when we are doing the things we do in the dark 51 and Laban said to Jacob behold this heap and behold the pillar which I have set between you and me this heap is a witness and the pillar is a witness that I will not pass by this heap to you for harm and you will not pass by this heap and uh, this pillar to me for harm. The God of Abraham and the God of Nahor, the God of their father judged between us. So Jacob swore by the fear of his father, Isaac okay now uh in this time a man's word meant everything and uh, when he swore something he kept it so it's not like uh the days we uh live in where people shake hands and uh put the put the other hand behind their back and cross their fingers In this time a man's word was his bond so when laban says uh this pillar right here is a dividing line basically uh you're heading to the east i will not cross this pillar from the east to do you harm you in turn will not cross this pillar coming west to do me harm Uh, now uh, Jacob offers sacrifice and Laban goes his way we close it out with verses 54 and 55 notice what they say then Jacob offered a sacrifice on the mountain and called his kinsmen to the meal and they ate the meal and spent the night on the mountain and early in the morning Laban arose and kissed his sons and his daughters and blessed them then Laban departed and returned to his place so uh Laban uh gets up, he kisses his his grandkids, he kisses his daughters and he goes his way. Uh that brings up now Jacob is uh is, is on his way back home. That brings us to the end of uh Genesis 31. Thanks for listening. Oh my God. I do not make it over. Now I, I made it. Over.